Rusty Quill presents. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Previously on Planet Arcana. Last time, the damn good on wilds returned from a successful CGA performance to find Finale 13 missing. J.D. Detective recounts a visit from one of Lux's new clients, but can remember little else except returning to his room and later noting that 13 was gone. But don't be too hard on yourself, J.D. Even the best of us fall prey to a good sorceling now and then. J.D. recommends they begin the search for 13 at one of Lux's known sanctuaries, either his office in Sector 9 or his rumored sleeping spot on the CGA grounds. The crew reasons that Lux would keep 13 in one place and himself in another, and Riot uses her pip to trace 13's kidnapper to Sector 9. With JD in tow, the crew pursues their lead to Lux's office and stealthily scales the six-story building to the roof, intentionally leaving JD Detective behind on the street. Yes, they definitely remembered JD was there and intentionally left him. Well done, everyone. On the roof, Crater Wayne dusts off his talent for making a door out of a window, and the crew crashes through the glass skylight into Lux's office. When the commotion brings a guard's footsteps to the office door, Crater quickly pins it shut with his immovable rod. After some investigation, they discover a hidden numerical pad beneath Lux's desk. But moving the desk sets off an alarm, compelling the guard to call for help. Time is now of the essence. Riot disables the numerical pad, revealing a secret door leading to a hidden chamber beneath the office. The room contains evidence of Lux's more manipulative and incriminating business dealings, as well as a locked door which Riot deftly opens to reveal Finale 13, unharmed but robbed of their recreational cannabis. Though pleased to see our heroes, 13 declines the offer of rescue in order to avoid drawing Lux's attention or interfering with Teaspoon's plans. As a cover story for the state of the office, our craftiest of crews composes a diabolical deception to blame the property damage on... a rock. And after returning 13's weed, Celestine facilitates a gaseous getaway by transforming the three fools into wisps of cloud. But not before some Diplos catch sight of three figures moving about the vandalized office. Back at System Merry Viable, they reconstitute and regroup with J.D., filling him in on the night's events. But just as the crew prepares to retire, their pips spark to life with the beginnings of yet another mysterious message. I can hear you. I am listening. I 
you hear the cacophony? Coming from all across the Fifth Collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. You have one unviewed video on your pit feed. Video by genre length length Did I make it? Are you there? Hello? What? Who is that? Oh good. There's still three of you. Excuse me? Stop. 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 Don't confuse me. I came here to ask... Uh, what, what is, is it, it like, like to, to be us instead of I? I? P- pardon? <laughs> what, what if we, we could, could be, be neither? neither? Is there anything we can see? We were, we were told that we had a video. On your pip screens, it is kind of like a colorful static. It has less of the organized chaos of true static. Um, sometimes it, they seem to be combining into shapes and then scattering into nothingness, but it is simply static. Hmm. Who, uh, who are you? Huh? Uh, oh, by the way. <laughs> You didn't didn't kill an Arcana recently, did you? Uh... Take the fifth. Stunning. Miraculous. Explosive. Shouldn't be possible, you know. They're all going to want a piece of you now. They're fascinated. They're scared. They object. They approve. They want to help. They want to stop you. They're out for vengeance. But which is which? Any theories? Well, we happen to know the devil now. (laughs) That's... So, so funny. funny. <laughs> oh, oh, that really tickles me. I can't remember the last time I... No, no, no stop. stop. I'm, I'm off track. track. I came here about names. Names everywhere and not a drop to drink. <laughs> I wish I could remember. Oh. Do you have anything you want to say to your kid, Babra? Say again. Do you have anything you'd like to say to your child? To screeches. Screeches? I, I do have something to say. Oh, speaking of forgetting, have, have you, you ever been, been to Peridot Peaks? What is, what, what is that? Oh, it's a great place to be forgotten. I can't remember the last time I don't remember having so much fun. Who is this? Uh, <laughs> it's, well. It's the Three Fools. A soul by any other true name. It's nice to know the fools. It's nice to remember. It's nice to be remembered, because without a soul... Hold on. This is important. Why was I calling? Uh, surely it wasn't to 
quote Coleridge at us. Oh, right. I wanted you to know you're doing great. You're celebrities on every plane of existence, and I just wanted you to know that she's she's coming. coming. (laughs) Will you recognize her? Who is she? She is remembered in... Wait. (laughs) Will you recognize her? Quintessa Sombra, you mean. (laughs) I hope you You recognize her, because because I I want to see her. I want to see you together. I want to see the totality. What do you mean by that? And as the phrase, the totality, comes out of your pips and you ask what they mean, the static glows and fractures and organizes into a perfect circle on your pip screens. And then they fall silent. No, 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 no. What the fuck? God, I just want to smash this thing against a wall right now. What is Parado Peaks? Yeah, is that a place that any of us would know of? You would all have heard of it. If anyone wants to roll me a history check, I could perhaps tell you a little bit more. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> like the eighth five I've rolled today. <laughs> I got a 12. It's a 13. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> the thing that you remember about it as you reflect on it is that it is a mountain range. Um, that spans on the east side of the Good on Wilds uh, and extends up north uh, until, well, basically where, like, the the Void Islands are. Oh. Okay. What is their connection to Quintessa Sombra? Well, that's that's your neck of the woods, eh, Celestine? I mean, I suppose Quintessa is, but what, what the composite couple has has to do with her, I couldn't say. Seems like everything's somehow... Intertwined. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. <sighs> well, there's nothing else we can really do about it, so let's stay on our guards. But uh, I guess the morning awaits. Are we concerned at all that they were saying that she's coming for us? <laughs> oh yeah, that's terrifying. Right? Like that's that that's not that's not great. Doesn't feel great. <laughs> okay. And we've got the attention of the Arcana at the same time. Yeah. Everybody wants a little piece of us. That sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have we made some missteps along the way, or oh. was this unavoidable? <laughs> That's a big question, Crater. Yeah. Do you believe in Destiny? I, fu- I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> well, when all this business with Lux is wrapped up, I don't know about y'all, but I've been wanting to go to the go back to the good on wilds for some time and we've got a lead there about who my maker might be and maybe while we're there we uh find our way to Parado peaks and see what we can see i wouldn't mind heading back to the good on wilds for sure yeah well i'm not gonna sleep tonight <laughs> oh i suggest you do yeah I, <laughs> let's go into the bathroom with barks there hot box the shit out of it and then we just <laughs> yeah, it. force ourselves to sleep i love, it. I love it the solution to many of your problems a joint you decide to set aside the cryptic and a little bit unhinged communication from your pip messages and you note also going inside it dawns on you each other time it's been outside of the city each other time it's been voices of others And each other time, it has been just a little more salient, or perhaps a lot more salient than the communication you just received. 
what to make of it, you don't know. And so you hotbox the bathroom uh, with bark and <laughs> reflect on the day to come before hitting the sack. <sighs> Crater, will you sing me to sleep? <laughs> when we go through the void sea, we look out for thee. <laughs> Oh, in our little boat, we avoid all those moats. It's a beautiful crater. God, I love that one. <laughs> that was, sorry, was honestly, honestly that beautiful. Was, I, was, I, was so stone. I'm so I sorry. loved it. You gotta watch out for those moats. You gotta uh, avoid them. <laughs> you have a restful sleep avoiding the moats. And then you wake up for the final day. Before we leave, I, I want to uh, pack everybody's pockets full of good berries. Mm. Oh. oh, my God. Good berries. Good berries. <laughs> They're so good. All right, y'all. If uh, whatever happens, if if uh, if one of us goes down, you just pop one of these in their mouth and they, they'll come right back up. Oh, damn. Thank you. Of course. Uh, and honestly, good thinking. This is. Uh... <laughs> well, the last time, you know, I was down and then that was pretty much the end of it. And. Uh, <laughs> Maybe this time we'll uh, be a little more prepared. Yeah. Not really sure what this day has in store for us. It looks like it's going to be a fucked up day. Just know that I'm I'm going to have your, your two's backs no matter what here. I'm not going to let anything happen to either of you today. You're not getting touched on my watch. Pockets full of good berries. You make your way back to the CGA grounds for the final day. This city is buzzing. It's loud, it's vibrant, it's overwhelming. An air of finality suspends like the droplets of mist from the deafening waterfall. You approach CGA's grounds, and it's loud. You hear seven different musicians and bands from seven different stages, <laughs> and the cacophony is heightened by the cheering and the ever-present rhythm of the waterfall. It's the final day. You have a great and important task ahead of you. Performance Day Four. Closing ceremonies have a right, folks. Can you believe it? I'm Teaspoon Aquila Brett, your host, and a portion of your entertainment today. But before that, I'll be checking out a few more of our stellar acts, including Madam Psychosis, Altered by Mom, Total Party Chaos, Lacey and the Liars, My Haunted Boudoir, Bad Mutt, and Sky Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, I hope you'll join me on the main stage for the announcement of this year's subcategory winners and then for the judges' closing performance. I'm so excited to share my new act with you, everyone. It's a little different from what you're used to seeing from me, but I poured all of my heart and soul into it. I hope you like it. And afterwards, finally, what we've all been waiting for, the announcement of this year's grand prize winners and CGA's next biggest stars. But for now, eat, drink, listen to great music, and enjoy the day. Teaspoon's face is cast on the screen above you, and as her final words uh, float out into the air, the screen flickers shut. And you are on the grounds for the final day. You know that your only immediate obligation is to go and check in with bitters one final time oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's that so horny <laughs> <laughs>
Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. All right. You make your way back to the artist area, and as you get closer, you notice that a decent amount of your merch has moved. Oh. So, good news. Like, how much are we talking? Like, like 10 feet? Fifth, oh, sorry, okay. Uh, 10 feet? <laughs> yeah, it's just moved from one table to the other. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys, like, you you were pretty hands-off in the entire process, so you weren't super clear about exactly, like, how many items uh, you had of everything, but you know what what the piles looked like when it arrived and now they look like at least three quarters gone. Wow. So, great news. I feel like we've got a lot to capitalize on here. Honestly, Celestine ain't one uh, is trending, just so you know. Don't know ain't one. <laughs> ain't one. Don't know ain't one. We could make a killing on some shirts to say that. Oh, oh, Oh my, that is well. Uh, uh, w- w- whatever you think, uh, right? My, my my words are yours to use as you see fit. Okay, I mean, just thinking ahead. I mean, like acting as though we're gonna survive is like kind of helping me out right now, to be honest. <laughs> Bitters uh, is standing in front of some shirts ah! that are unfolded, and her arms are crossed, and she's looking straight ahead, <laughs> drinking a bubble tea. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the damn good unwilds. What a pleasure it is to see you on the final day of CGA. Uh, hello. I feel obligated to ask if you're okay. Um, yep, just uh just checking on how the units are moving. Yeah, they pretty much moved themselves ever since uh Lux Booker came by and I don't know exactly what, but there's just been a ton of people coming by and buying shirts with your smashed faces on it. Congratulations. Well, that's good news. The best. Um, today's schedule, you are, uh, it looks like your performances are done. Wow, you must be so relieved. Uh, however, you are nominated for a subcategory award, so you will be expected to be on the teat stage. The- Pardon? On the on the teat? Yeah. The trust of excellence, achievement, talent, and the arts. <laughs> the teat and the arts stage. Um, okay. <laughs> Shit. It's the main stage this year. Oh. Nobody, like, that got through a lot of people. Like. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Nothing. Don't. It's really nice to see you. Oh, okay. No- nothing. Did you want a shirt? You could have one for free and we could sign it. I'm good. Okay, okay. (laughs) I need to go uh, see you later. Fuck. (laughs) I'm I'm just going to walk with with Riot there. Are you good? I've never seen you like not handle a situation. I am. I don't know what's happening, but my right. We are going to need you to get your game face on. (laughs) uh, Celestine and I are are floundering without you here. Get your shit together. I just, I just, I, I have lost my mojo. It seems, (laughs) but that doesn't mean that I can't put up a good fight. Uh, I just can't flirt with a damn for some fucking reason well okay <laughs> once we do what we need to do i will cast enhance ability on you again and you can go have a nice chat <laughs> okay. uh with with bitters and uh crater will be right there for the bardic inspiration we we will be okay. here for you we'll we will get you laid miss riot if that is oh your my wish. god that's okay 
<laughs> There's like a uh, like a sunly kind of relationship here that's making me a little uncomfortable with that. But like in all good, as I said it, it felt weird to me too. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, you know what? Right? Everyone, hell, everyone really. needs to bone down once in a while. We can help you bone down with bitters later. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. We you can bone down as hard as you need to. It's time for bone down or softly or softly. What, whatever you please. However you, you choose to bone down, we will. Facilitate Facilitate the boning down. Well, you know, I've never had an opportunity to be taken care of in such a way uh, because I always score. But, um, I this is so unlike me, and I um, I appreciate you too. Thank you, thank you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will get my game face on. Don't take this as something to worry about. It is all good. I just choked. Let's go deal with a booker of sorts, and then we'll, we will get a whistle wet for somebody. Okay? My word! Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> All of these turns of phrase, <laughs> yucky. <laughs> no, I love it. Jake, can you just put in like a slide whistle sound over me saying that in post? <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. All right. With the promise of a whistle to be wet. <laughs> yeah. Basically, your obligations today are that you are expected to be um, there pretty early for the subcategory awards because you're nominated. Mm. Um, and then, of course, tonight is when they'll be announcing the winners right after Teaspoon's performance. Okay. And um, yeah, must be there for that. You have a window. Okay. We need to get Lux as weak as we can get him by the time Teaspoon performs. I, I assume that that is when she's going to make whatever move she intends to make. Indeed. Should we seek out where he's at? How quickly are we required to be yeah. at the nomination stage? It's starting shortly. And I mean, I, I'm not going to make you guys like hunt around or anything on you have a schedule of what's going on today and lux is set to give the opening speech for this um for okay. the subcategory awards okay cool let's okay. let's get him <laughs> let's get him let's get him <laughs> let's, let's get him okay so to the teat <laughs> to the teat i hate that <laughs> <laughs> what's, wrong? what's wrong with it you okay all Whatever. right <laughs> sorry no go ahead please tell no. me where you're going are you going where are you going sean let's 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 go let's go suckle my god man you approach the teat <laughs> jerks oh, no. we're, not, we're not mature enough for this, you can't do this yeah we, we did it with maturity in mind <laughs> the teat in the art stage you approach and as you do you happen upon the last song of a band who's performing on this main stage today. You see uh, a pretty sizable audience here in this main stage area, which houses thousands of people. And there's a bunch of people here to see the subcategory awards. It's not completely full yet. You expect it will be by tonight. But everybody is watching this amazing band up on stage and you see a banner behind them reading Madam Psychosis. Ooh. And you arrive for their last song.
Oh, hey, oh. that rocks. That was awesome. Oh, man. That's right. Pump. <laughs> yeah. Pump up song. For it's so very good. good. Oh. Sick. Madam Psychosis does a song that is a generally good pump up song, but you're finding it's really connecting with you today. You've got something to do, you've got somewhere to get to, and they just channel that. You feel the energy. You get ready for today. Everyone applauds. And Madame Psychosis, having done their last song, starts to file off stage. And as they're sort of packing up and just getting all their gear off stage, you see someone else go up and get ready to deliver a speech. You understand that at this point, you're expected to be like pretty close by on stage. So I assume maybe you guys like head backstage-ish area. That makes sense. You head backstage to get ready to see the subcategory awards and another microphone gets set up for Lux's speech. You arrive backstage just in time to see him sort of like walk towards the front of the stage. He hasn't quite seen you yet. There's a bunch of other bands back here with you. You recognize a lot of the bands from seeing them in the grounds. You recognize Teaspoon. She's backstage. She's standing by herself. She's got a couple note cards. She looks pretty intensely at Lux, like she's not letting him leave her gaze. Lux hobbles to the front of the stage, to the microphone, and he begins his speech. Thank you to all the acts that have performed over the last few weeks and to today's final performers as we ramp up to closing ceremonies featuring my favorite edutainment star and yours, Teaspoon Aquila Brett. It is my utmost honor to be here, surrounded by talent at this year's CGA. I've been a part of CGA for almost 25 years and been the biggest sponsor for the last 15. It's been my life's privilege to help up-and-comers find success in their career, and many of them broke here on the Teat stage. <laughs> Every year, I look forward to standing upon Teat. <laughs> Talent comes in all forms and functions, and I've dedicated my life to finding young people who have something to say, who have a clear vision of where they fit in the world, who just need a bit of guidance to open up the world to them. You see, behind every great artist is a great team and a great talent agent. The value of being behind some of the greatest artists of our time is not lost on me. There is nothing that would stand in my way of fostering talent. <coughs> there is nothing. There is nothing that uh, could. <clears throat> there, there is nothing <clears throat> that. Uh, there is nothing that I, I wouldn't. And you watch as Lux sort of wavers back and forth in place and he's trying to get out his words and it just seems like he can't and suddenly it just looks like he gives up and he storms off stage but before he does he walks over to teaspoon and just sort of barks at her he's just like i need you to get in there for me step in right now and she does wow folks sorry about that unexpected interruption looks like the emotions of the day are really getting to lux and who can blame him Rest assured, he's heading backstage as we speak to nurse an Advil and an ice-cold whiskey, which he so sorely deserves after helping to organize such an incredible display. This may be the best CGA we've ever seen, am I wrong? We love you, Lux. 
And while he catches his breath and takes a nice long rest, what say we turn this stage over to our judges to announce this year's subcategory winners? And stick around afterwards, because you're going to want to catch the judges' closing performance. We've been preparing something truly unforgettable, folks. You'll be seeing it in your dreams for weeks. I guarantee it. And with that, please welcome to the stage judges Bon Bon Vibrato Solmazate, Patricia Tremolo, and Uncle Edict. Some techs kind of scramble to get the stage ready for them. And as they do, a bunch of things sort of happen here at once, even while Teaspoon is talking. Lux sort of ambles over to the three of you and just focuses his gaze in on Riot. And he approaches you, Riot, and gets so, so close to your face. And he just says, Someone was in my office last night. Who? You can pretend that this wasn't you. I don't care. You can tell anybody that it wasn't you, and they'll probably believe you. But I know. And I am going to make your life miserable from now on. Oh, you seem to absolutely have the wherewithal to be able to do that, Lux. I'm really scared of you. (laughs) You should be. He takes a step back, and he starts to walk away. And as he gets maybe like... 10 or 20 feet away from this from this backstage area, he's joined by a familiar presence, Diplo presence, and they seem to be escorting him. And as that happens, Bon Bon, Patricia, and Uncle Edict hop up on stage to deliver the announcement of the subcategory winners, of which you have been nominated. And at this point, all of the other bands who were standing back here, who also you kind of realize now are also nominated, they start to file up on stage. And this is your cue to do the same. Okay. I'll like I'll nudge Celestine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that's that's Sky Willis up there. Uh. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> who? <laughs> you know, like there is a floor. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> really, uh, like literal in the construction kind of field, eh? Like, lots of. Anyway, it's not for me, but I get it. <laughs> did we did we recognize the Diplos that were with Lux? In fact, you did. Um, it was the Sams, regular Sam, and um. I was going to say uncomfortable Sam. Uncomfortable <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I like uncomfortable Sam. I like uncomfortable Sam too. Maybe they've had a name change. <laughs> They're not undercover anymore. Were, were, were they leading Lux like out of the backstage area, like away from here? They're leading him from what you can see further into the backstage area, which does kind of align with what 13 told you, but where his trailer mm-hmm. is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it looks like Lux will be guarded, so we'll have to figure out something to do about the Sams before we before we do what we need to do. Indeed. Okay. The judges are up, and they get ready to start announcing the subcategory winners. They each do a little bit of a speech, but we don't need to be present for that. You guys are talking. You guys are talking to Lux. You guys are talking to each other. Um, but there's there's no need to dig into whether we prepared a speech for them or not. They just they just <laughs> we, they do it. And you guys don't hear it. And that's just the way that it is. Yeah. Um, but you you will be hearing them announce the subcategory winners. And first up is Bon Bon. It is my pleasure to announce the winners of Worst in Show. Oh, that's mean. The Big Larrys. Come on up here, boys. 
<laughs> they look really excited. Big Larry's. Most robbed goes to the bare minimum. Is this usual? These awards seem to be about doing poorly. <laughs> no, they were robbed. Robbed by the judges that are announced. Yeah, <laughs> they were robbed. Yeah, correct. What, yeah. what a fucking backhanded award. <laughs> right. no, don't worry, there's more. <laughs> and it is my pleasure to announce the award for most promising goes to, well, the damn good on wilds. Woo! Most promising. Hey, okay. That... And the audience picks up and screams and cheers. It's definitely a louder cheer. I most. will take it. I will take yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. There's hope for the future. Okay. <laughs> Let's all of us scramble up there like like a little swarm. Perfect. Great. If you'd like to do a speech here, you're more than welcome to. Celestine? <laughs> yeah, Celestine's, Celestine's just staring down Uncle Edict. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go up to the mic and, and like tap it. So that it feeds back. Nice. Uh, this is an honor. Thank you, everyone, for this gift of an award. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to be here. Thank you to everyone who who made this a possibility. Uh, I'm Riot. This is Crater, and and we'll leave with uh, the the words you've all been waiting for from our boy over here, Celestine. Say it. Don't know ain't one. <laughs> The crowd goes wild. (laughs) The music kind of picks up to usher you off and they keep going. Up for audience pick. Altered by mom. And up next is the Applause-O-Meter Award. And the award goes to Villainest. And up next is most innovated, one of my favorite awards. The award goes to Madame Psychosis. The award for most controversial goes to June 15th, 2021. (laughs) I agree with that pick. It was pretty (laughs) Announcing the best new act award. <gasps> Why? <laughs> it goes to Team Sprocket. Yeah, fucking of course it does. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Crater is clapping so hard for them. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I'm gonna join in. They deserve it. Yeah, Baber is literally just on stage going, Ow! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Honeypot is just in tears. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're like holding each other. Yeah, yeah. Where's Vlad? Oh, not present. Oh. Conspicuously absent. <laughs> and finally, the award for best in Nepo. And the award goes the award goes to Team Sprocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the award, baby! Oh yeah! What does Nepo mean? <laughs> it means we did great. Uh, that's, that's right. yeah. The subcategory awards wrap up. You 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 got one. That's wow. yeah. I mean that's amazing. Most people most bands can expect to get one. Um few bands get two, but that that doesn't matter. Um and you start to notice that like as the audience is cheering, the rest of the bands are starting to file off stage. And you see um, the three of you, as you start to follow suit and go off stage, that there's someone waiting for you um, just down the stairs of the stage on the ground, and it's Teaspoon. Oh, hi. Hi, Teaspoon. Well, congratulations on your award. Thank you. Uh, unprecedented, for sure. 
How um are things? Oh, things are going just marvelous. CGA is just a an enormous hit, and it's such a shame that poor Lux can't be here for the rest of it. He's not going to see my performance. And she smiles widely. I uh, can't wait to see what you have in store. Oh, well, unfortunately, I think that you you might not be able to make it, if I'm understanding correctly. Right. And another wide smile. Such a shame. Indeed. <laughs> well, break leg, if that makes sense. I plan on it. And you three, you three, you really came through for me. Just doing our best. Just keep doing your best a little while longer. My performance is going to be unlike any other, I promise. Now, now listen, and she leans in closer. Lux like to sleep where it's noisy these days. And, well, if you know me and Lux, we're never far apart. Another smile. We saw Lux leave with some company. Is that going to be a problem? Oh, the deep lows. I'm sure it's nothing you haven't dealt with before. I think they had some questions for him. Seems like maybe something happened last night, huh? Yeah, there was... It was raining rocks last night. Yeah. Oh. But luckily, everything that Lux had stashed in his office is completely safe. She winks at you. Glad to hear it. Well, um... We'll see you soon. You'll see me soon. Hey. Things are never going to be the same after this. I guess not. Are you ready? Ready as it can be. Good. And I think in turn, she takes each of you face between her hands and kisses you on each cheek. And then she flips her hair, gives it a bit of extra volume, turns to walk back out onto stage, and then looks behind her shoulder at you one more time. How do I look? Uh, Marvelous. Amazing. Perfect. (laughs) See you on the other side. And out she goes into the lights of the stage. (sighs) Yo, why do I feel we just say goodbye to Teaspoon? Let's not think about that too hard. I think it's showtime. It's showtime, boys. Let's go. And so you go. CJ grounds are massive. You've seen a fair amount of it having done a bit of wandering each day in advance of your performances. Even the stages you were on weren't necessarily all in one area. Many of them lead to discrete areas with the teach stage area acting as the central anchor. You ascend one of the private access elevators that lead to the upper tier backstage area, separating the performers from general admission. As you get further from the main stages, it feels a bit sparser, a bit more private. The waterfall looms above you, and you become damp as you explore. Back here, it feels like the veil of festivity has lifted a bit. Everyone is on the clock. No one's dressed in exuberant clothing. There's food, but nothing special, just sustenance. You gaze behind the veneer of the party. The music thrums behind you, the sounds coming from different stages coagulating into an irregular but constant low hum. Mixed with the organic drumming of the waterfall, The backstage area parallels in contrast to the vibrancy of the celebratory grounds. Fortunately, there's not much sleuthing to be done here. Trailers fill the area, each with a soaked sheet of laminated paper taped to the door displaying an act, sponsor, or vendor name. You walk past a few trailers. Creep in the Shroomies, the Built Whistle Cogs, the Cold Solstice, bands you recall hearing about. Finally, you spot it from a bit of a distance, the wet piece of paper you're searching for. 
Lux Booker, the curationist. It's a bigger trailer than the rest, of course, and unfortunately it is manned by two Diplos. Most of the trailers are sort of run-of-the-mill construction, you know, like flimsy metal um, that kind of whistles when the wind picks up. Lux's looks a little different. Heavy. Reinforced. Right. What do we do? I, okay. I, I don't want to do this, but like, first immediate idea was like, do we kill these two Diplos? That's a horrible oh, idea. Oh, my stars. <laughs> the that, Sams. That is, that is the, 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 the Sams have done nothing. I mean, I was conflicted uh, about beefs, and, and, and beefs <laughs> okay. was objectively not great. But the Sams have done nothing. Everybody was thinking it. I just wanted to put it out there just so it's out there. And now what we I was thinking it. was, could we knock them out? <laughs> I was saying could I we... could cast sleep, maybe. Well, now, see, that's an idea. What if I cast sleep at the third level? I... Just in case. Is there anybody else milling around these trailers at the moment? Roll me a perception check. Can we all? Yeah, certainly. 25. 25. You rolled well. Damn. I know, for a change. Yeah, yes. that was good. I got 18. The thing is, is that these are mostly trailers for people who are participating in CGA. And you know that almost everyone who's participating in CGA right now is on the stage. With a really shrewd perception check, you look around. Occasionally you see somebody that is in like staff dress, you know, emptying a garbage can or doing some busy work like that, keeping the area clean. But no one that looks more official than that, and certainly no one that looks more official than these depots, too. Okay. Okay. So, Ryan, you put them to sleep, and we'll just take them right into the trailer with us. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal, y'all. Sleep lasts for one minute. Oh. Oh. I mean, look, sleep lasts for a minute. You have a minute. You know, that it's not nothing. It isn't nothing. So they fall, So the idea being, we put them to sleep out here, we get inside, they don't know anybody entered. And then they just stand, they, they wake up and continue to stand watch as we're inside having a nap <laughs> with Lux. I don't hate that. I, I think this is the right way to go. In fact, this is almost better than them coming in with us because then they're just out here like they should be. Yeah. Okay. If somebody wakes them up, they are embarrassed and distracted. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is good. Okay. Do this, okay. Let me concentrate. Um, okay. And Riot closes her eyes and starts the spell. So I rolled 43. <laughs> like hit points. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Does that do it? You cast sleep. You hope against hope that this third level was enough to drop them. And you're sort of out of sight, correct? The three of you? Mm-hmm. You watch as Sam turns to Sam. And opens their mouth as if to say something, and then just kind of yawns, leans back against the door, and they're like, you feeling weird? I'm feeling weird. I'm just going to close my eyes. Just yeah, just rest my eyes for a second. And they slowly sink to the ground and slump against the door and against each other. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. Got a minute. (laughs) Okay. So what you have in front of you is now a locked door. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's go. Okay. But Riot, let me just say that as you approach, uh, your eyes cross a little bit. You got that double vision. It's going to be a little tricky. 
little trickier than you thought. Fuck. Roll a disadvantage, please. Can I help Riot? Do you have any thieves tool proficiency? No, but I can encourage. I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay. Okay, so you said thieve to- thieves tools or arcana. Mm-hmm. I am proficient in arcana. Can I then lend a hand? Ooh. Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. give me, like, describe what you're doing in an Arcana way to help Riot here. Do do that, but also, if either of you want to help, let's say you have to roll the skill too, and you have to get above a 10. Mm. Okay. A 15, actually, because mm. this is tough. Okay, so I'm rolling Arcana, is what you're saying? Yes. Nope. Okay. Because that what, you get? was a four on the dice, plus okay. five for nine. Damn. Ooh. So close. Uh, oh. Inspiration. Uh, I would need a six. On the die. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Do you want to try, Crater? I'm rolling Arcana. Either Thieves Tools or Arcana. What is Thieves Tools? Dexterity and proficiency. Well, actually, not proficiency because you're not proficient in it. So just yeah. a dexterity check. I'm a plus zero on both of them. So sweet. <laughs> I rolled a 19, though. Oh. oh. <laughs> when was that on? Thieves tools? So that was basically just to help you. So now you don't have to roll at disadvantage. Hey. You have a straight roll. <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm going to do a Thieves Tools. Okay, that's 31, my friends. Okay. Oh, my God. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> Click. <laughs> it unlocks. So many locks. However, looks like there's something else at play here. What? Something comes upon you here. Something magical. I need you to make an arcana check. Uh, 23. Oh. <laughs> the magic dissipates, and the double vision fades, <gasps> and the door is open. Oh, I can see. Fuck. We step inside. All right. Inside, close the door behind us. Very quickly. Absolutely. Oh, man. That oh was another God. one where, like, if you had failed that, you would have been trying to find another way in. Holy. <laughs> it would have been bad. Yeah. Oh. But as it is, mm-hmm. you've made it inside of Lux's trailer, and all you hear behind you is the soft snoring of a couple of Sams. <laughs> the, uh, the interior <laughs> feels similarly reinforced compared to how it looked from the outside. Not mm-hmm. much of the way of decor, white walls beige acoustic treatment a bed a fridge some snacks arranged on a fold-out table including what looks like a very expensive bottle of viridesia verdant liqueur however what's most noticeable is the blanket of silence as you step inside it's almost jarring the cacophonous noise immediately falls away and the stillness of the room envelops you it would be peaceful were it not for the sleeping figure who lies in a bed filling the room with hot steam and rattling with an oh so familiar buzzing there he is He's so gross when he sleeps. (laughs) (laughs) Can we take a quick look around the room to see if there's anything that, I don't know, that might be valuable to have or to know? Sure, yeah. Yeah, roll roll me an investigation. Anything juicy? So not good at that. Oh, I got a four. Hey, that's a nat 20. Hey! Nice. Um, Okay, so around the room, you look through a couple of drawers. It, It really is a sparse room, but you do find some cigars... It seems that perhaps Lux doesn't really go anywhere without them. And a stack of, like, uh, letters, correspondence, notes from uh, Connie Mayonnaise that are of import to Lux. Um, Among them is mostly, like, entreaties from various advertisers, collaborators, people asking Lux for money. Hmm. And then I think the thing that sticks out to you most is there's a list of Diplo names. All of the names of the Diplos that you know, work in Paragarden. And 
like a ranking. It seems that Lux has like ranked them all out of 10. And I'm gonna let that nat 20 carry over because you notice that Beef's name is written at the top and crossed out. And I think you can intuit that Lux is looking for another friend inside the Deeplos. So Lux is aware that Beefs is no longer around? Well, everyone's everyone in the Deeplos is aware, I think, at this point, that Beef okay. is missing with the checkpoints that they set up to, you know, question people. Okay. I say we jam all of Lux's papers and his cigars into our bag. Indeed. Hell yes. <laughs> Hold those. Smoke those cigars in victory when this is all over. Indeed. Keep thinking that way. There's also that liqueur, if Ooh. that's the vote. Oh, yes. The yeah. Viridesia yeah. Yeah. That's coming with us, too. <laughs> Somebody please write that down in their, in their inventory. <laughs> all right. Well, you're all set for a celebration, assuming that there will be something to celebrate. What's next? So, uh, how do you guys want to do this? Um, do you two want to, like, go into the networks and, like, I'll stay back with the Axe over his face, basically wakes up. Or... I don't think that. I also like wonder if we should be all together. Oh, I assumed you were joking, Crater. We need you in there if we're gonna fight Lux. It can't just yeah, be yeah. the two of us. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay. Well, let's get comfy, I guess. Do we need to get in the bed with him? I don't want to. I'd be just as happy doing this right on the floor. That I. I don't want to lay next to this person. What if we got under him, like under the bed? <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> oh my god, that's so great! Oh wow, okay, that's so mischievous. We're, we're, <laughs> we're the fucking monsters underneath his bed. Yes, oh, we I love are. It. Oh my god, okay, so all three of you are gonna squeeze yourselves under the bed. Crater's so big, his head and feet are poking out at the top yeah. of the bed. Like, <laughs> it elevates the bed like a couple inches <laughs> off the ground, just sitting on top of Crater's body. <laughs> um, let's see, I'm gonna bully one of you here. Whose idea was it to get under the bed? Mine. Yes. <laughs> Roll me a luck check, pure luck, and tell me what you get. Just a d20. Fuck me. Twelve. <laughs> You get a spider in your hair. Fuck me! I hate them! <laughs> but you have successfully um, gotten into position. Fine. It's a cute spider. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Aw. This uh, my little guy. Yeah, it's like, what you doing? Aw. Is it a fae? <laughs> a minor Fair question. Fae. A minor yeah. fae. Yeah, a little Which minor fae. I'm going to name him Simon. Aw. <laughs> okay. He's my familiar now. <laughs> Simon crawls into um do you have a pocket? Um just the hair. Just the hair. Yeah, keep saying the hair, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's like, I'm gonna build my nest right here. <laughs> oh god. That's a horrible thing to happen right before you're you're about to go to sleep. <laughs> a nest. A nest. Yeah. I'm gonna make my nest. Yeah. Oh, Horrifying. God. Okay, well, you know. You only live once. <laughs> wow, familiar acquired. Yeah, I can't believe, V, you just like, you walked right into that. Now you have to be a spider familiar forever. <laughs> Surprise. If we remember, we're not very good at this. I will never forget Simon until I do. <laughs> Five minutes from now. Simon comes crawling out of your hair at the very end of the campaign. That's <laughs> right. Simon and all the eggs that have hatched. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. My beautiful babies. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Queen. That's right. Uh, oh. Wow, oh. great. Should we start to get in like a meditative yeah. zone into the into the buzzing? Yeah. Yeah. Curry's gonna take a couple of deep breaths and pop two scalifaxes. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Take a little bit of that too. 
Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll pass the Scalifaxes around if anyone wants them. I, I, I've never done this before, and this seems like the wrong time to yeah. try and do yeah, yeah, so totally totally you're, you're, totally, you're totally in the right there. Do not take this. <laughs> Hi, this is B, one of your DMs. I'm not ready for the CGAs to be over. This fictional competition has been two real-life years in the making, and we are so stoked that you're here to enjoy it with us. If you are loving the CGAs and want to know more about our featured special musical guests, including Madam Psychosis from today's episode, make sure to check out the links in our show notes to find out more. By the way, are you dying to get your hands on some Damn Good and Wilds tracks or perhaps a Team's Procket song or two? Well, then let me tell you the good word about our Patreon. Becoming a patron is a great way to support us, and if you're enjoying the podcast, I think you're going to love our monthly talkback show, Recharge. On Recharge, we get together and we discuss the episode, we share theories, we tell personal stories, we roast each other nonstop. It's just a silly, good time. So if you're interested, find us on patreon.com slash planetarcana. And finally, a huge shout out and thank you to everyone out there who has told a friend or acquaintance about our podcast. Ratings, reviews, and word of mouth recommendations mean so much to us, and we wouldn't be where we are now without you. So with that said, that's all for now, and let's get back to the show. All right, we're prepped, we're medicated, we're under a bed. We're meditating. We're focusing on the buzzing. It becomes louder and louder in your skulls until it becomes not so much an audible buzzing as both an audible buzzing and a buzzing within your bodies, within your souls, and you drift. Riot? Mm-hmm. You roll me a d4. Okay. One. Oh. Wow, for the second time since the beginning of this adventure, you are pulled into what some may call your home network, though you know better. You land in the dream network. The pastels, the rich gem-colored tones. Celestine Crater, naturally, you arrive in the digital network. It seems a chasm must be crossed. Guys? Guys? Can you hear me? We're here. We're here. Okay. I think you're on the wrong side of the fence. Yep. Seems that way. Okay. How do I do this? You recall last time the connection to this other version of yourself, this following that you did. How does this pan out this time? I... I'm going to activate everything mechanical on myself so as to confuse everything. Myself, the network, uh, as to whether I'm human or android. And I'm going to roll deception. Okay, the gears click, the, the whirring, the buzzing, your eye spins in its socket. Let's do this. That is 23. You regard your arm. You know it so well. This this body that you've chosen, it clicks, it whirs. You almost fall into the machinery of it all. Fall into yourself and through yourself and back out the other side. And you arrive <sighs> in the digital network. And as always, so does your doppel. Oh, okay. How is she? Um, she looks scared. Mm. Not... Not panicked, but alarmed, uh, uncertain, not shaking so much as staring blankly. Uh, and I approach her. 
She regards you with that measured fear. Not quite a panic that you saw last time. Not quite sprinting quite yet. She pauses. She waits. What are you afraid of? She looks unblinkingly into my eyes. And barely audible under her breath, she says, You. And then a scream that shatters my eardrums comes out of her mouth that doesn't even sound like it could be human and she disappears a haunting encounter with your past once more the three of you are reunited the familiar neon fractals of the digital network's information tier coalescing into shapes zipping by in linear patterns once again you experience the sensation of remembering something suddenly but being unable to describe it however Unlike your previous visit to the information tier, something waits for you expectantly. Not your doppel. Not your friends. Although you have been reunited, something waits. An experimental entity whose power is obvious and whose incorporeal presence moves through you with grace and hesitance. Like a young gazelle taking its first steps. A natal arcana. Epoch, the devil. She sweeps over and through the three of you an alluring orchestral swell that tempts you to follow it forever and raises a knowing hand to stop you from doing so. In her wake, she leaves behind a virtuosic violin solo. It seeps into your core. A blessing, you hear her say, Epoch's epiphany. What you've received is a plus eight to performance checks for 24 hours. Cool. <laughs> and with that, the tear somewhat settles into how you recognize it from before, the information tear. How do we move through this? You recall from when Snowshoe guided you through this place that the first step is a question. I'm going to step up and say, how did my parents die? Oh, Jesus. Roll an intelligence check to see if you can hold on to the answer. 26. You decentralize. You break through between these tiers. You are being pulled from the information tier to the second tier of the digital network. And you pose the question to do so. How did my parents die? And as you materialize into the calculation tier, you receive your answer. Manipulation. Murder. Fire. Celestine's still focused on the pit message that they received recently. And so his question is, what does Quintessa Sombra have to do with the composite couple? Roman intelligence check. I really have been doing that far too much for how little intelligence I have. <laughs> that is a nine. You decentralize. You turn into fractals. You're pulled between tears. You pose your question. The answer fills your head. It astounds you. And then it is gone. Well, dang. Okay, I think I'm like inspired by, by Riot's question. I'm just going to ask about my own shit, I guess. <laughs> Where can I find my limbic sensor? <laughs> Roll me the intelligence check. 17. You decentralize. You become fractal. You pose your question, and as you move from the information to the calculation tier, you receive your answer, creator. It's very simple. Straightforward. The lake house in the Phantom Isles. And so, the three of you have reached the calculation tier with your answers. But there, there's not a lot of time to absorb it. The bright, zigzagging neon fractals shatter and regroup into more complex shapes. They form makeshift paths as fleeting thoughts form into complex ideas. An array of light and data, dizzying and beautiful, and then 
just dizzying. A clamoring occurs around you, an intense pull from many directions, familiar in that you recognize the feeling of being pulled in two directions by Arcana, only this time it's not just two directions, but many. And this time you also feel yourselves pulling apart, like paint being smeared on an easel. The three of you metaphysically compress and blend before being reassembled into three separate groups. Riot and Celestine, Crater and Riot, and Celestine and Crater. It's like that double vision that you suffered, Riot. Only instead of seeing double, you are double. And on top of it all, the arcana clamor at the edges of tangibility, pushing each other aside as they vie for your attention. And finally, six voices emerge victorious and await your choice. Let's start with Riot and Celestine. Fractured version of yourselves, you stand together. From your left, a sensation of balance. And from the right, a sensation that a reckoning lies ahead. Is it weird that I'm pulled towards the reckoning? Miss Riot, I promise you that was my first instinct as well. Okay. It feels appropriate right now. It feels appropriate. I worry it's in line with someone like Edict, but feels like something needs to be overturned here. I think that's the whole point of why we're here. Then, let's go. A consensus is reached. You turn to the right, and in making the choice and doing so, you know the name of the Arcana. It is Judgment. And you hear, You who have deemed yourself a judge, to one of my own kind, no less, you acted as judge, jury, and executioner. You deserve to beg for absolution, but instead I offer you an entreaty. Fool who judged an arcana, I ask that you judge and eliminate more of my kind, those unworthy to serve android and humans, those who must be eradicated and reborn. Hear their names. Tower, Hierophant, should you accept, I will prove my sincerity by deeming you worthy of my boon. Will you? Celestine, we already know the moon is not who we want to be hanging out with. That is true, but Crater has a relationship with the moon that I don't fully understand. And I, I mean, he carries the moon's weapon. I, I'm, I want to accept this. I feel like... We're kind of in a position of not being able to refuse, but I worry what it means for Crater. You're right. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but but I just don't know what's next. <sighs> well, let's, uh, let's not. Let's see what happens. We want to help you, but without the consent and understanding of a friend who's involved, we cannot... Then may you weather the judgment that is due to you. And the sensation of being scraped like paint on an easel once more. You blend. But before you rejoin, we fracture. We fractal. We go to the second version of Riot who stands with Crater and senses a choice. To the left, a sensation of chaos. To the right, a sensation of transformation. I've had enough chaos lately. But 
I was thinking transformation. Yep. That works for me. Go with the gut. Yeah. The selection is made. You turn to the right. You receive the name Death. And it speaks. So, I now speak with the fool behind a momentous rebirth. I see you, fool. Your power is great, yeah, but I sense more potential. Hear me out. I entreat you. All things must come to an end, and from that end, a beautiful new beginning. You're inching closer to the end. Isn't isn't that awesome? <sighs> things must change. Things must die. It's not finality I seek, but renewal. Usher this in, fool. Kill the vessel. Trigger a renaissance. Within you too, I sense a new era. Dying to introduce itself to the world. Erase the chaos within you. Then we may all be reborn. I uh, never show up empty-handed. Take the spoon if you know what's good. Choose your moment of revival. Uh, we accept... Just to be clear, I'm understanding that correctly. You're asking us to kill ourselves? Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I really deeply apologize if that's the impression I gave. I'm interested in renewal. I'm interested in a new era. But the old era has to die. It's it's death and rebirth. It's what I am. I'm going to just look towards Riot. Gut says yes, but I can't tell you why. I just don't want you to make a decision that you regret. Oh. I feel like there's something lying beyond what we're dealing with here. Something that we haven't had access to. I want to see it. Right. You're. You got so many years left here, and I don't. I don't know exactly what this this person's offering us. I just. I'm scared of the consequences of that. But they said we'd be revived. Aren't you a little curious? Of course I am. I mean, 13 trusts death. My only reservation is you. But like, I don't... I want you to have your own agency here. So if you want to do it, I'll do it. I think... I want to do it. The consensus is understood as soon as it's drawn. As soon as both of you understand that this will happen, it does. Just so I can give you a heads up. That if you accept this boon, it will overwrite the previous boon that you've received from Arcana. Namely, Epoch's Blessing. The devil. I'm I'm down to gamble. Yeah, that's fine with me too. The consensus is drawn. The gamble is accepted. The blessing from Epoch the Devil moves through you and leaves, and in its place comes the boon of death. For the next twenty-four hours, one time you can reduce damage that you take to zero. You can decide in the moment. And you can do it one time each. That's fucking awesome, actually. That's sick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We fracture. We fractalize. We hop over to the second version of you, Crater, the one that stands with Celestine, and you face a choice. To your left comes an introspective sensation, and from your right, a sensation of luck. Crater, buddy, I don't know about you, but I'd rather be lucky than good on any day of the week. Any any day of the week. Let's do it. Let's roll them dice. Any day of the week. The dice are rolled, and as you make the choice, the name comes upon you. Wheel of Fortune. 
Step right up, boys. Step right up. Well, well, looky here. The famous fool who witnessed the spinning of the world and the death of an arcana. The notorious fool who seeks to complete a cycle. It's my pleasure to invite you to hear my entreaty. Now, folks, I know you can appreciate the perfection of the wheel. Whether you call it destiny, whether you call it luck, nothing is more fair, more honest, more wholesome than a simple roll of the die. I ask you, fool, find the key. Then, let chance decide. Step right up and accept my blessing. If you're the fool, I think you are. Find the key and let chance decide. The fuck yeah. does that mean? I know. I'm like, <laughs> that's so fucking vague. How am I supposed to make a decision off of that? <laughs> um, what do you mean? What key? The key. I know you've heard of the key. We've all heard of the key. The key that unlocks the box. So what you're offering only becomes relevant once we have found the key. I merely ask that you take the side of luck and chance and destiny. If you were to believe in such a thing. I'm going to be honest here, Celestine. I don't think I can leave right by herself on the other boon. And if I'm honest, the moment that this thing started talking, I started getting all squirrely. I don't like the way that it talked. I don't like what it's offering. I'm not even sure I fully understand, and I'd uh, just as soon get out of here. Yeah, it's the mustache for me. Never trust somebody with a mustache. (laughs) Your decision is sensed by the Wheel of Fortune as soon as it is made, and as you feel that scraping, that blending, that combining, you hear it say, well... You may have said no, but at the end of the day, it's always a roll of the dice. See you next time. Cute. How extremely meta. <laughs> and the three of you, you're scraped, you're picked up, you're reassembled into the shapes and sensations that you know to be your own bodies, as real as they can feel within the digital network. And you come out the other side of this enc- encounter with several brand new to you, Arcana. Crater, I, I want you to know that Riot and I, we were... Uh... We were made a very interesting offer, but it involved taking out some more arcana, including the moon. And we said no, because that felt like a decision you should have been in on. That's that's unnerving that the moon is a target of another arcana, I guess. And lumped in amongst the tower and the hierophant. So I don't know what that means about the moon, but we know the tower is scary. Yeah, that doesn't reflect well on the moon for sure. Just be careful the next time the moon comes for you. Okay. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. And thanks for not just doing it without talking to me. That was all Celestine. I was more intrigued than I'd like to admit. Sorry. It is certainly intriguing. It seems that we do have some ability to dictate who is and who is not Arcana. And that is, uh, that's a lot of power that I'm... I never looked for. I, I think they noticed that we took out one of them, so now it's a bit of a feeding frenzy. Well, this is it, and the Arcana clearly believe that we can kill other Arcana. This wasn't a one-time thing, I guess. So, that's just something to keep in mind. Well, I don't like just, like, on a whim, being a murder-for-hire for other Arcana, especially ones that we're not really that familiar with. Seems like a sketchy little bit of business. Yeah. It certainly does at that. We are many things, but not mercenaries. You find yourself on the precipice of the final tier, the discoveries tier. 
Previously, when you had gone in with Snowshoe, and even when you went in by yourself in the Dream Network's equivalent, you had to perform a reality check to take you from the second tier to the final tier. And you still do, but something has changed. The veil is thin now. It's becoming quite difficult, especially after being swept together and melded into one and sharing such a small space with one other person like you just did and experiencing time unlinearly. It's becoming difficult now to distinguish reality from not, nor does it seem to matter. The only thing that is real here right now is the three of you. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to do a reality check again. But instead of you each doing it individually, this time it's a cumulative score. The check that you propose, everyone's going to do their own check. But what you're doing is doing like a collective reality check together. So something a bit more collaborative. Well, we're a band now. Shall we play a song? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. That sounds awesome. Yes. Freaking love this. I love this idea too, and I will say that like if you have an alternate pitch for what ability you'd like to use, I'm definitely open to hearing it. I'm gonna stick with performance scene as I'm the only one with <laughs> the plus eight kicking around. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Can I intimidate the hell out of some fucking drums? <laughs> yes. I really yes. like that. You'll have to describe what it looks like. I'd like to go a persuasion route as far as oh. uh yeah, connecting people with the music. Oh, wow. and then before we do this, I'll cast enhance ability for charisma on all of us, so we'll get advantage on these because we think wow. we're all doing we're wow. all doing the same. Yeah, okay. Cool. I technically don't get advantage because my intimidation is strength based. True. Okay. Well, you're pretty strong. That's that's, that's so fine. You'll probably be okay. <laughs> yeah. Start us off, crater. Get a beat going. Sure. I think I'm just gonna like conjure up just a. I'm just gonna squat down and then it's gonna conjure a seat that like appears below me and then. Mm-hmm. Stretching out the sheepskin over the barrels. <laughs> just really fucking stretching it out. And I'm, I'm trying to harpen back to when it was still alive. And just making that sheep conjure <laughs> what the act that I'm doing is to it right now. Oh just intimidating the fuck out of it. <laughs> Beautiful. And then I'll do a little one, two. One, two, three, four. Oh. oh, Jesus. Okay. 18. That's going to be a 32. What? Oh, oh my, my gosh. Oh, wow. Are you fucked? Okay, I have expertise. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, wild. Oh. oh, man. Okay, pretty good. <laughs> Very glad this is cumulative. <laughs> Celestine imagines a microphone and and there it is. And uh, <laughs> just what? You're laughing. What's that? There it is. I really mean, nice. it just, I it's just—it's it. the we're we're are, are we not in like <laughs> oh, fantasy yeah, world yeah, where, yeah. where our you know will is is action? I, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, just thinking to thinking back to the recent performances and how it felt to be part of the band in that moment. The feeling of the cheers at the end, the feeling of the success of the moment. With that in mind, just start to hum a little, little tune to go along with the crater's drum beat. That, thankfully, is a 19 on the dice for a total of 28. Oh. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Hot diggity. Oh Jesus Christ. Riot steps up and closes her eyes 
and looks inward to that beautiful moment on stage at the CGAs when they were all up there together, all three of them, and something was reignited. There was a reincarnated love of the connection with the people watching, of the version of herself that belongs on the stage. And it wasn't for her own song that she felt this, but that of the other two, of bolstering what they were doing, drawing the audience in with little flecks and flavors of sound to lift up her friends. Wow. And Riot's eyes open and with like a fiery magneticism draws in a breath as she would draw in attention from those watching and lets out a high-pitched melodic wail. Uh, I rolled a 30. (gasps) Oh! Wow. A cumulative score of 90. (laughs) Oh my god. That's good, right? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. The top tier of this check was 75 and up. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) Good is an understatement. You practice so hard and so much to get to CGA, but you're right where you need to be right now. And all of the work that you've done is leading to this moment. It's not defining, but it's so important. And you're here for each other and you're here for yourselves. You put on the performance of a lifetime and you get sucked to the final tier. You breach it, the discoveries tier. Your sense of up and down becomes concrete and the neon lights refract into pleasing combinations. In the unfathomable vastness and stillness, you look down at your feet and see no ground beneath you, no sky above you. The concrete, realized neon shapes of the digital network stream forth into an infinite inky void. A small rocky island floats alone in this endlessness. Upon it, a skyscraper, illuminated by several rotating spotlights that point upwards. It's Lux's manifested office building, though this version is much higher, and you can't make out its peak. Like Lux's real building, this version is built upon a rocky precipice that juts out over the waterfall. A cascade of water and loose rocks tumbles continuously over the edge and disappears into nothingness. Meanwhile, somewhere in the material realm, Lux lies vulnerable in the midst of a big sleep that came too early. Somewhere in the material realm, Thirteen sits in their luxurious prison, trusting against reason that they'll see you again. Somewhere in the material realm, Teaspoon sits before a mirror in her lavish dressing room, locking eyes with her own reflection as she powders her nose and prepares to debut her closing number. Linear paths, branch and splinter, becoming one. And the three fools prepare to confront a monster.